Today, we're talking all about bathrooms and more specifically, the latest trends and features in bathroom design. I just got back from the National Kitchen and Bath Industry Show, and I'm sharing the direction of bathroom design and what you can do to create a show-stopping or scroll-stopping bathroom. Are you ready? Welcome to Home and Nestorations, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, interior designer, real estate investor, and best of house winner, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or rental property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation, and we are diving into bathrooms. What are the latest trends? Like I mentioned in the intro, I have just gotten back from the K-Biz show, which is the kitchen and bath uh, industry show. And ever since the pandemic, home renovations have been really huge, and kitchens and baths are usually at the top of that list. They are bigger investments, They add to the resale of your home and to the value of your home. So they are something that people are very interested in. And if you're listening to this episode, then it sounds like you are as well. Well, last week in episode 28, I talked about kitchen trends. And this week, which is episode 29, it's all about bathroom trends. And I'm going to talk about six trends that I saw at the Kitchen and Bath Show, as well as that I'm just seeing in general between clients and within the industry. Okay, first trend is creating a spa feel. This is really huge and I have seen it. People have been asking for it. I'm seeing it in different trade publications as well. We want to have this relaxing wellness retreat in our bathrooms so they feel like they're your own personal escape Oh, how amazing does that feel? And and I get it. I mean, ever since the pandemic, our lives felt really stressful. And so we want to create a soothing, relaxing vibe that feels like you're away on a vacation. It's really about creating that high-end look. And so I'm seeing things like steam showers, programmable showers, things you find in really high-end hotels. You might also see full slabs of porcelain or other natural materials. These large-scale tiles really give a high-end feel and are a great way to make your bathroom feel more spa-like. And with spas, often we see some natural materials or organic elements in these spa-like bathrooms. So you might include a little bit of wood, maybe a small wood tray or a small wood seating bench in your shower. And then also some texture is another natural material or element that we want to bring in. You could do a window covering, a soft runner rug, even some art. So it's really just completing that space with that extra natural material or texture. Now, if you're on a budget or if you're a host of an Airbnb or a medium-term rental that isn't a luxury property, you can still include some small touches to create that spa feeling 
without going with programmable showers and steam showers and giant slabs of tile. You can keep it simple with having just rolled up towels on your countertop or on the side of the tub. You can tie a fabric ribbon around them for a little extra touch and also adding fresh candles or jars of Epsom salts or bath bombs in decorative glass canisters to invite a relaxing bath experience. Also keep accessories like your towels or other decorative items in a similar color palette to create a soothing feel. If you've been listening for a while, then you know I love a defined color palette to give your space a nice cohesive flowing feel. All right, moving on to trend number two, tile trends. What am I seeing with tiles in bathrooms? Well, tile walls are big and not just in your showers, but you could do them behind your vanity. Really, it's about making a statement, a beautiful tile wall that goes all the way to the ceiling because if you bring your tile to the ceiling, it will make your space feel larger, is a great way to have a high-end look in your bathroom. I've seen this with really large scale tiles that are 12 by 24, 24 by 48, 36 by 36, even 48 by 48. Or you can go even larger with a whole porcelain slab. With a large porcelain slab, make sure your installer is very skilled because those are much more difficult to work with. But a good tile installer can also do these other larger sizes I just mentioned. You can do a natural stone as well, but porcelain will have literally zero maintenance. And the look of porcelain, oh my goodness, it is just incredible how much it can look like a real natural marble, but you don't have the worries or the maintenance associated with marble or necessarily all of the costs. Now, another tile trend I'm seeing is Zalige tiles. And those are those really organic textured color variation tiles. They aren't perfect. So much since the pandemic is, I think, embracing a lack of perfection. We want things to feel real. And tile that has a handmade feel has really been surging. You might see them when you're looking around in different kitchens or bathrooms that you're seeing on Instagram or on Pinterest. And it looks like every tile is just ever so slightly a different color. They actually can manufacture those in mass production where they might have five different color selections to mimic a true handmade Zalige tile, or you can actually get a true handmade one. They originated in Morocco. You can go either way there, but the gist here is you're just adding dimension. So it keeps everything from looking flat. If you were to go to Home Depot and just get a standard white inch square tile, it's all going to look very flat, very similar on, I mean, it just, there's nothing really special to the space. But if you instead chose a four inch Zalige tile, then it does have more movement. It's got more visual interest. So that's just something to consider as you're picking out materials. And the final trend I'm seeing with tiles, and also you can see this in floors as well, not just on the walls, is a terrazzo, uh, which is a speckled tile. I'm seeing a lot more of it. I started to see it a year or two ago, and now I'm seeing even more of it. It kind of has that 1970s retro vibe, 
but they are doing a modern take on it. Some really cool options. Personally, I I can't say I'm going to stick it in my house because I do think tile is something that you keep for a while. So I like to be a little more timeless, but it is a really fun thing. I am seeing some variety in there. If you were doing this in a fun Airbnb property with touches of it, that would be great. Or your vacation property, it could be an option to consider. All right, let's move on to trend number three, which is cabinet trends. I think what, again, ever since the pandemic, we're seeing a lot more personalization and customization. Some unique cabinet door fronts. I mentioned this with the kitchen trends, and I'm seeing the same thing with bathrooms. You might have a reeded door front where it has that ribbed feeling or a completely flat front with just a small edging around the around the perimeter. Shaker cabinets are always going to be a classic. I think they're never going to go out of style, but you can always mix it up with something a little bit different. All right, moving on to trend number four is removing the bathtubs. Now, I see this going both ways. Some people love bathtubs and other people can't stand them. My professional and personal opinion is that you need at least one bathtub in your home for resale value, preferably in your primary bathroom. If you were to ever sell your home, and I know we are not planning our homes for the next people, we plan our homes for us when we're living in them, or if this is for your investment property, you're planning it for now. But you always want to think long-term and if you do sell one day. So that is why I do like to keep a bathtub in your bathroom, at least one of them in your home. Because if you were to ever sell it and somebody does want a bathtub and you don't have it, they won't buy the house because it will seem like a bigger project for them. People want simplicity when they're buying a property. They don't always want to think of work and projects. And also for yourself, I think it's wise to have at least one bathtub in your home. You might not be someone who takes a bath right now, but that doesn't mean one, five, or 10 years from now, you're not going to turn into a fan of taking baths. I personally used to never take baths, but now I love them. So you just don't want to remove that option because years from now, you may actually want it. Now, I do think as long as you have one bathtub in your home, then you can remove some tubs in other spaces. Showers are easy to clean. They're accessible to get into. If you have seniors living with you and a bathroom downstairs, then it's always great to have a shower for easy access. So you're not worrying about stepping over that tub. They also just really give a clean look with glass doors. Yes, when you're looking on Instagram or Pinterest at all these fancy bathrooms. Most of them are not with bathtubs. They'll have a separate standalone bathtub. It just does give a higher end look and it visually makes your space feel more open since you don't have one of those clunky fiberglass tubs in there. Now, if this is your investment property, you want to make sure that the glass doors do get cleaned well between usage and you don't have a lot of buildup. Um, I don't see that being a big issue, but something to consider. In my own home, we are remodeling uh, my son's bathroom and removing the tub, 
but in my primary, I do have a tub. We do have a tub in my daughter's bathroom. So I, again, as long as you have at least one, I am fully team removing tubs. But if you don't have any bathtubs, then I want you to reconsider that. All right, moving on to trend number five is the statement lighting. I am seeing so much of it because bathrooms, you don't just have to have your Home Depot two or three light vanity fixture over your mirror. You can change things up a bit, make it feel more high end, make it feel more special. I'm seeing some backlighting in mirrors. So that's a mirror that if you have a really beautiful tile focal wall, and then you have a mirror that actually has the lighting that goes behind it, it's a really beautiful way to illuminate that space. I can put some pictures up to show what I'm talking about in the show notes. I also like the option of putting side lights on your mirror. You don't just have to have the two or three light vanity light above your mirror. You could potentially have lights on the side. Now you do want to make sure your wattage is strong enough if it is for function. If you're putting makeup on or other things and you need good lighting, you do want to make sure you're not doing some very low light fixture because that won't be functional. Bathrooms are important to be functional. Another thing I do love is you can have pendant lighting over your bathroom vanity that hangs from the ceiling. So you often think of pendant lights in a kitchen. You can do a small five inch wide, depending on how big your vanity size is, even up to an eight inch wide, one on either side hanging from the ceiling. It's an interesting look. It's different. And it still gives you that illumination you need. If you don't want to mar up your tile wall, this is another great option. So if you do a focal tile wall behind your vanity and you don't want to drill into the tile, you could always hang your lights from the ceiling. This does take some advanced planning because your electrician or you would be moving that wiring and junction box to the ceiling instead of on the back wall. But this is an option if you are doing a tile focal wall behind your vanity and you don't want to have extra things sticking out of it, you could go from the ceiling. With all lighting in your bathroom and if you're choosing pendants, just make sure that they are wet rated, meaning they can handle some moisture and handle some steam. Some fixtures cannot and those are better suited for powder rooms but as long as they are able to handle a little bit of that moisture or steam from a shower, then you can add them in there. The last lighting option I wanna mention is that you can do lighting within your shelving or under countertops or at the toe kicks. I saw this really cool option when I was at the K-Biz show and it was showing from Task Lighting. It's an, a motion sensor light that goes under your toe kicks. So if you're walking to the bathroom in the middle of the night and don't want to turn on your, Brit, your big bright light fixture, it'll actually sensor at the base of your cabinet by your feet and this soft light will come on. You can use the restroom and then walk straight to your bedroom and then it's set on a timer so that the lights will actually go off again in another minute or so after it doesn't detect any movement. How great is that, that you don't have to be blinded in the middle of the night by such bright lights when you're using the restroom? 
Moving on to our next trend and our final trend, number six, which is colors. What colors am I seeing? Well, it actually does go all across the board, but I am seeing a lot of soft, neutral color palettes like I am in kitchens. You've got your creams, your taupes, pale shades that again give that relaxing spa-like vibe. In bathrooms, I think blues and greens are always going to be popular. Blues and greens always remind us of the ocean or lakes, just that water feel, and that works so well in a bathroom. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you do have the option to do something bold and mixing blacks and whites. I do love that option. I think it's fun. And especially if it's a property that you're not living in all the time, your investment property or your vacation property, it can be really fun to go in those bold colors because you don't see them all the time. So they always stay kind of fresh and interesting. If you do go with something bolder, then you can always add some wood tones to soften the space, whether that's your vanity or some decorative accents or wood shelving, those can kind of soften some of those bolder spaces. All right, we made it through all six trends. And to do a quick little recap, our first trend that we talked about was creating that spa feel. Our second trend, we talked all about tiles and the different trends we're seeing there. Number three were different trends in cabinetry. Trend number four was removing the bathtub, and I gave my opinions on what I think there. Trend number five is including statement lighting. And trend number six are different colors that you can include in your bathroom. Now, I say this with every trend whenever I talk about trends is trends do come and go. But since bathrooms aren't easy to change, be sure to choose your materials carefully and that you really love them. If this feels overwhelming to you, then I want you to reach out to me. You can always work with me one-on-one or more affordably, you can enroll in one of my courses or trainings to help you get the same results quickly. My Room Design Essentials course breaks this down so easily for you and gives you a complete step-by-step A to Z process so that you can design and decorate your space with confidence. And if you want to be on the wait list for that, I am very close to letting this out again soon. Then I want you to go to nestorations.com forward slash waitlist so you can be the first to know when this is available to help you again. As always, thanks for listening and keep listening to Home and Nestorations for more design conversations to help you decorate your home or rental property with confidence. Have a great day.